Today's daf is Ksubis daf Peihei, and we are six lines from the top of daf Pei Dalid Omid Beis Don Daini Kirab Tarfin. Today's daf is being learned Leilui Nishmas Chayim Elazar Ben Yibadol Lechayim Rib Shimshin Arye. So the Mishnah on daf Pei Dalid Omid Aleph discussed Mishames a person died v'hiniach and he left over Isha a wife u'balchayv creditors v'yarshin and yarshin. This person had a pikadon that somebody was watching for him, or he had a milva, somebody had owed him money. The shaila is, from these three parties, who has the right and the schos to be toiveya those monies? On the one hand, he has yarshim that have a schos to yarshim, anything that this man left over. He also has a balchayv. He has creditors that he owed money to. He has a wife that's coming to collect her ksuba. And it was a machloikis between Rab Tarfin and Rabbi Akiva. Rab Tarfin said a chiddush, You give it to the person that has the weakest basis to be able to collect. Machloikis in the Gemara, what exactly that means. But regardless, depending on who the koshal is, that's who's going to get it. Rabbi Akiva said, It sounds like you're using compassion in your din, and that's not the way it works. Rather, Elo, you nosnu yarshin, you have to give it to the yarshin. And Rabbi Akiva gave a rationale. The reason is, a yorish doesn't have to swear to yarshin. However, a balchayv that collects a loan from the yarshin, or a woman that comes to collect her ksuba from the yarshin, has to swear, being that they both have to swear, their schos is inferior, it's weaker, therefore the Yarshim has a leg up, he has a hand up, and it's for that reason, says Rabbi Akiva, you're going to give it to the Yarshim. The Mishnah then mentioned a similar case, and that is a man died, he left over Peros Tolushin Menakarka, he left over Peros that were detached from the ground. Now these Peros were in a public area, Machlikis in the Gemara, whether they were in a Rishasarabim, or whether they were in a Simta, but they were in a public area, and again, the question was, who now has the schos? Kedima to go collect those parents. Assuming again there's an Isha who wants a Ksuba, there's a Balchayv, there are Yarshim, Reb Tarfin said the same Malacha, Rabbi Akiva, the way the Gemara clarified his position is that he holds, you give it to the Yarshim, and the reason is Shakulam Tzrichim Shvua, the Ein Hayarshim Tzrichim Shvua. The truth is that before we start the Gemara, which is going to pick up on this Machloikis, it's just Kedai to speak out something that the Ra'ah, one of the Rishonim, and his Pirish Amasachtis Ksuba says, Pashib Shad in the Mishnah. It's obvious, but the Ra'ah speaks it out. It's one short paragraph, and it just brings the Mishnah a little bit better to light. And that is, even though the Mishnah sounds like it's talking about some general case, Misha, Meis, Minich, Ishu, Bachoi, Yarshim, Machloikis, Rabbi Kivram, Tarfin, exactly how you're supposed to go about it. The truth is, the case is extremely nuanced. It's a very, very, very specific story where Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Tarfin argued their halacha. Number one, we're talking about where the man that died left over no karka. 
So right now, there's no karka for them to go and collect from. If there was karka for them to collect, we're not having this conversation. Another thing that you have to say is, it's talking about where the person who, in the Reish of the Mishnah, left over a Milva Pekadin, in the Seif of the Mishnah, he left over Peres, Tushim, and Akarka, either in a Rosh Hashanah or a Simta, also had Lekuchos, meaning he had karka while he was alive. Someone had purchased that karka, and now the Balchayv and the Isha are going to have a right to go to those lekuchos to collect their chayv. Meaning, whoever is not going to get the milva, the pekadin, or the peris tushim and akarka is not going to lose out completely. Because at the end of the day, they'll be able to be tarif from the lekuchos. It was in these situations where both of those two boxes can be checked off that this machloikis was had. Meaning, at the end of the day, everyone's going to get. The question is, who's going to have to go through the tercha to collect from the lukuchas, and who's simply going to be able to just take the milva, take the pekadin, or take the peris, atlushim and akarka? Rabbi Akiva says, at the end of the day, the yarshim always have the yada al and therefore it's going to go to the yarshim. Here, Rabbi Tarfin was being merachim bedin, another Rosh Hashanah reference, by the way. And that is, Reb Tarfin said that I believe that over here you should give it to the Kaishal. The reason is the Kaishal is the one that's going to have the least ability to collect from the Lekucha. It's either because it's the Isha like the Gemara said and it's just not her Indian to start collecting from Lekucha and suing people and taking them to court or it's the person that has the weakest star and as a result will have the less Kayach in Bezden to be able to be tired from the Lekucha. But the point is everyone's going to get and because everyone's going to get so we might as well be Merachim Bedin because no one's going to lose that anyways. What you're losing is schwitzing a little bit. But Alzen Nemar, it's something I'm willing to be sensitive to. Rabbi Akiva said there's no mocking for Rachman Bedin. And even in a situation like this, where Avada everyone's going to get, but the question is who's going to work harder? It's not the way it works. When you're a Chesh Mishbadayan, you have to strip away all the emotions, and you have to sit and paskin based on Vashtet and Shulchan Aruch. And as a result, Rabbi Akiva said, I'm not willing to hear that either. But in the event that everyone has Karka in front of us, or in the event someone's going to lose out, in both of those two extreme cases, Cases, we're not having this conversation. The whole Shaila, and this is really what's unique about this Mishnah here in Ksuba's Peidal, which is going to bring us a festive Peidal at Omid Beis. And that is, it's talking about a situation where ultimately everyone's going to collect. The question is, who's going to have to work a little bit harder? Who's going to have to work a little bit less? Alzeh Nemar, Reb Tarfin Shita Yinasu L'Koshul Behem that we're going to be merachim bedin, and Rabbi Akiva said, we're still not merachim bedin, and we're going to treat this the same way I would treat any other situation. The Yarshim have a yad al because they don't need shvua, the Isha and the Balchayv would both need shvua, and it's for that reason, ultimately, Rabbi Akiva sheet is, you're going to give it to the Yarshim. The other thing that we have to speak out, which is obvious, Pashup Shad in the Sugya, Rashi speaks it out in the Mishnah, and that is, even though the rule is that metaltali the yasmi aloy mishavdi, so ordinarily, say a woman who's collecting yuksuba, and say a regular Balchayv that's coming to collect on a Chayv, can never collect from metaltali and this is different and the reason is because this metaltalin was not in the reshus of the Yarshim. The only time metaltalin is not meshubed is if it's in the reshus of the Yarshim. So if the Yarshim are muchzik, they have it in their hand, then the halacha is no creditor can come, not even an isha, and take a little bit away. As opposed to when it comes to 
metaltan, like in our Mishnah, where it wasn't in the Rishos of the Yarshim, over here you don't have the rule of metaltan like Meshavdi, and that's why the three cases that the Mishnah is talking about, the two of the Rish and the one of the Seifa, Hatzad Ashava Shabahen, it's really the same thing. It's talking about where the Yarshim did not have it. Either it's a Milva B'yadacher, or it was a Pikodim B'yadacher, or it was Kaimi B'shus Rabbim Wabasimta, but the point is the Yarshim don't have it, and because the Yarshim don't have it, it's for that reason this Allah is going to be different. Just one other that's worth mentioning before we get into the Gemara, and that is the Gemara seemed to say, Reptarfin, anyways, that and in one Pshan in the Gemara, who's the Kaishal? It's the Isha. And the reason the Isha is the Kaishal is Mishum Chino, the Gemara said. What's the Chino? We want that men should be noisachain by women. Women will want to get married. And you see clearly that the Ksuba and how easy or difficult it would be for her to collect the Ksuba when that fateful day comes in the event of is going to play a role in how interested they're going to be to get married. Meaning, even though we know tan of tav lemate of tan dum lemate of but at the same time we're sensitive mishum chin. Toysfus asks Akasha, just mentioning this because this is a shas Toysfus. Toysfus asks Akasha, and that is that we know that a balchayv, when he's goiva, he's goiva min abandonness. An isha, when she collects uksuba, she only collects menaziburas. So all karka can be divided into three classes. There's idias, beninus, and ziburas. A mazik, for example, it's the first mission of Masechtis Bavakama, has to pay metav sodeo, metav karma yashali. Balchayv collects from beninus. An isha only gets menaziburas. So Taisa asks Akasha, isn't it mamish fakert from what Rav Tarfin said? Rav Tarfin says the koishal is the isha more than the balchayv. Mishum Chino, we're more sensitive to the plight of the isha, and therefore we give her benefits when it comes to collecting. Yet the Isha, if she's coming to collect the Ksuba, she can only get Menaziburis, she can't get from the Beninus. So Taisus has a very important line. This is a line that's important in Halacha, and it's a line that's important in Hashkafa as well. It says, Taisus, you have to say, the Ein Ledamus Takonus Chachamim Zulazu. You can't compare one Takonus Chachamim to another Takonus Chachamim. And it's true, you're right. To us, in our Das Balabayas, it would seem to be inconsistent. How do you understand that we're sensitive to Chino when it comes to Tarifin's Halacha of Yet, when it comes to being guided to Ziburis versus Beninus, over there all of a sudden the woman is the one that's Ba'ara and the, the Balchayv is Bishmei Shmaya. Says to us, Vaistois, you can't be Madama, Takanos Chachamim. This is a very important line that's quoted by different Gedolim in different contexts that sometimes we like to Shtautzu and say, oh, if this is the way Chazal saw it over here, this is probably the way it would be there as well. A very, very important line tucked away in a Toysfis in Perakah Kursif and Pei Dalad Amadalaf, and that is the Einle Damlis Takanos Chachamim Zulu Zulu. Toysfis brings a ride from the Gemara B'Sachim, Taftezayin Amadalaf, and the Sugi Rab Chanin Askanaka Yanim, Ayin Shom. But the point is, there is such a concept of Ein Ladamlis Takanos Chacham Zulazu, we have no clue as to what Chazal really meant when they made Takanos and things that to us may seem as contradictions. Toysu says at the end of the day, Chazal understood what they were doing and as a result, we're limited in terms of how we're able to apply things when it comes to Talmidei Chacham. Either way, so we had a Machlikis in the Mishnah between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Tarfin. So who do we paskin like? It's going to be the topic of the Gemara. But the short answer is easy. We paskin like Rabbi Akiva. Why? Because we almost always pass him like Rabbi Akiva. One of the Chloe Hapsak that underpinned the entire Shas is Halacha Rabbi Akiva Mechavera. So Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Tarfin, it's a machloikis between Rabbi Akiva and Chavera. You can fill in the blank, whoever Chavera is. In this case, it's Rabbi Tarfin. So the Halacha is going to be like Rabbi Akiva. The Gemara is going to discuss Maisa Shahaya after Maisa Shahaya, where there was a Dayan that passed him like Rabbi Tarfin. Now, the Dayan got it wrong. 
That's easy. The question is, if a dying gets something wrong, he gives money to Ruvain instead of Shimon, do we unwind what he did? Or do we say, if he did it already, he did it? We don't unwind it. Is the Dayan now a Chroy? Is he a Mazik, like a Grama bin a Zikin, where maybe he's going to be obligated to, to pay? So these are Sugis and Masach Sanhedrin, and it's that that really is the backdrop of these next Gemaras that we're, we're about to learn. So, there was a Mice in Shahoya where there were Dayanim that Paskin, a Shiloh like our Mishnah. Like Reb Tarfin, meaning they gave it to the Koshal Shabbat. So man died, he left over, Balchayv, Yarshim, whatever exactly the case was. There was Metalflin, but it wasn't in the Rishus of the Metalflin. There was no Karka, but there were Lekuchais, all the Ikintas that we have in our Mishnah. Maisa Shahoy and the Dayana Paschal, like Reb Tarfin says, the Gemara of a hundred Rish Lakish, of the Minayu. Rish Lakish heard what these Dayanim had done, and he unwound the transaction. He said, You made a mistake, and you can't Paschal like Reb Tarfin. Give it to the Yarshim. Talach is like Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says, You always give it to the Yarshim. I'm a lay Rabbi Yachinon. So Rabbi Yachinon told Rish Lakish, A Sisaki shall Taira. He says, I understand we Paschal like Rabbi Akiva, but you're making it sound as if this idea that we passing like Rabbi Akiva Mechaveroi is Kishel Torah. Rashi's Lashon is, you're making Rabbi Akiva Ki'iluhein Halochel Amoshim Misinai. Shechazar Tamaisa Bezdin. Because to unwind the Maisa Bezdin, Zilusa the Bedina, it's not such a simple thing. And by you going ahead and unwinding this transaction, you're treating Halacha Krabi Akiva as if it's Mamisha, Halacha Lamoshim Misina. Meaning, Dayana made a mistake, but they didn't make such a bad mistake. It's not like they completely whiffed here. It's not like they overlooked a Pasik or a Mishnah or a Brysa. Good, they didn't know the rule of. But that's not enough of a reason for us to unwind what it is they did. Now, Rishlokish obviously disagreed. So there seems to be a machlekes over here. If somebody would paskin like Reb Tarfin over Rabbi Akiva, meaning violate the principle of Halacha Rabbi Akiva Mechavere, is that something that we would undo or not something we would undo? Says the Gemara, maybe the machlekes Rabbi Akiva Mechavere is the following. Maybe the machlekes is the Rishlokish holds that Tabit Var Mishnah, like in this case, the Dayanim with Tabit Var Mishnah, they made a mistake in that Var Mishnah that Halacha is like Rabbi Akiva Mechavere is Chayzer, and that's why he unwound it. Whereas Rabbi Yechanan holds Tabit Var Mishnah Eino Chayzer, and it's for that reason. He held that you're not supposed to unwind it. Now, Rashi asks, what does this have to do with Betah Bedvar Mishnah? It's not a Mishnah anywhere that the halacha is like Rabbi Akiva over Rabtarfin. Now, the Machlaik is Rabbi Akiva and Rabtarfin is in a Mishnah, but that's not what the Taz here was. Tabitvar Mishnah would mean that it was a Mishnah that said that halacha is like Rabbi Akiva. We don't have such a Mishnah. So, Taz quotes the Gemara, and Rashi does in Sanhedrin. Where the Gemara over there says that this rule of Tabitvar Mishnah, the word Mishnah, is not to be taken too literally. It's a little bit of a misnomer. It could be a brysa. It could even be, says the Gemara, a memra of Rav and Shmuel. So any memra, even from the Amoyroim, that was supposed to be known by a Dayan, if you're someone that's paskining Shailas, you're supposed to know this halacha, that's included in Tabit Var Mishnah. Either way, halacha, Krabi Kiva Mechavere, the Gemara understands is definitely no worse than Tabit the Rav and Shmuel, and it's for that reason, so the Gemara, maybe that's the Machlaikis. Reish Lakish said, unwind it, because Tabit Var Mishnah Chayzer, whereas Rabbi Yoichanad said, don't unwind it, because Tabit Var Mishnah Enoch Chayzer, but the Gemara says, it's not Muchach, that's the Machlaikis. I can tell you the Kulam, maybe everybody holds Tabit Var Mishnah Chayzer, that's the halacha, so it's Mistabit, even Rabbi Yoichanad agrees with that. Everybody holds Tabit Var Mishnah Chayzer. Rabbi Yochanan held that the halacha is like Rabbi Akiva Mechaveroi. However, Veloy Me Rabbi. Okay. Rabbi Tarfin was 
Rabbi Akiva's chaver, but he was also his rebbe. And because he was his rebbe, it's not included in the rule of Allah Rabbi Akiva mechaveroi, because chaveroi implies one of his chaverim, but not necessarily his rebbe. Now, just to be clear, the halach is like Rabbi Akiva. But at the same time, it's not a Dvar Mishnah that Allah would be like Rabbi Akiva. The only time it would be a Dvar Mishnah that Allah is like Rabbi Akiva if it was Chaveroi, because that everybody knows, the Klal. But being that over here, it's Rabbi Akiva against Rabbi Tarifin, who's his Rebbe. So not everyone knows the rule. So if a Dayan made a mistake, he wasn't taught Dvar Mishnah. So if he wasn't taught Dvar Mishnah, that's Rabbi Yechanan Hel. You shouldn't be Chayzim. Umar Sava, Rishlok Yashad, Allah Afilamay Rabbi. That when we say Allah Akrabi Kiva Mechaveira, it means Afilamay Rabbi. So if it means Afilamay Rabbi included in the rule is Allah Akrabi Akiva May Rabbi. So it is a Tabit Dvar Mishnah. Incidentally, we've spoken a lot in the past. What's the Allah Akrabi Akiva argues with Chavei Rav? So Allah Akrabi Kiva Mechaveira. What about Chavei Rav? The Taz in a few places that says, against the Taz, because he, he made a toys, it's a So this is like where we're arguing to understand the nuance of this rule. But either way, the Gemara says everyone knows Tabit Vamishnah. The Shail over here is what about Halacha Krabi Kiva Me Rabbi? Why is he talking about Rabbi? Because Rabbi is from the Akiva's Maybe everybody holds that Tabit Var Mishnus Chayzer, and everybody holds that Allah is like Rabbi Akiva Mechaver Velimir Rabbi. Vakabak and Mufagi over here. The Machlokes says Mar Savar Rab Tarfin Rabbi Havo. Rab Yochanan held that Rab Tarfin was his Rebbe, and being that he was his Rebbe, so therefore it's not included in the rules. He wasn't a Tabit Var Mishnus. Mar Savar Ishlok Yishel Chaveri Havo that he was his Chaver, and because he was his Chaver, see, he was a Tabit Var Mishnus. Iba Yisem the Gemara says the Kuliyam Chaver Havo. Everybody holds that really Rab Tarfin was Rabbi Akiva's Chaver, and Tabit Var Mishnus Chayzer, and Allah Rabbi Akiva Mechaveri. So if that's the case, so why would Rabbi Yochanan hold not to be itmar? This rule that halacha Rabbi Akiva mechaver is that halacha is that the the right way to phrase it? Could be says the Gemara Rabbi Yochanan held matin itmar. What does matin mean? Rashi says matin The matin means you do a lechatchilo. It's the preferential way of doing it, but it's not ma'akiv that that's the way it should be. If Rabbi Yochanan held that the whole halach of Rabbi Akiva is matin, so it's pashit. Why Rabbi Yochanan held that this is something that we have to be chayzer? In other words, Rish Lakish held that what the Dayanim had done when they passed him like Rabbi Tarifin was a mistake. To the point that he went and he was a hadre lo'uvdaminaya. He said, take the money away from the koishal and give it to the yarshim. Because the Allah is like Rabbi Akiva. That's klar that Rish Lakish held that halacha Rabbi Akiva mechaveroi. It's a halacha. It's also clear that he held that Rabbi Tarfin was his chaver not his rabbi. It's also clear that he held that Tabit Vamishnas Chayzer. Meaning, all these things that the Gemara threw out, Rishlokish must have held. And that's why it was a Hadri Rishlokish. The question is, why did Rabbi Yechanan not hold that way? So there, the Gemara floated a whole bunch of different stardom. Could be it's because he holds Tabit Vamishnas not Chayzer. That was the first reaction of the Gemara. Maybe he held the Rabbi Tarifin was his Rebbe and Allah Rabbi Akiva Mechaveroi Veloi Rabbi. It could be he agreed that Rabbi Tarifin was Rabbi Akiva's Chaver, but at the same time, the whole Halacha is a misnomer. It's not really Halacha Rabbi Akiva. It's more matin. This whole union is really a din lechatchila, and because all it is a din lechatchila, so it could be it's for that reason that Allah 
is going to be different. Just to pause for one second. So was Reb Tarfin Rabbi Akiva's Rebbe? Or was he simply a Shabbat? So we talk so much about Rabbi Akiva. Here you have a, a Gemara tucked away where the Gemara seems to vacle a little bit, right? We're back and forth. Was Reb Tarfin his Rebbe? Was his not a Rebbe? So when you think of Rabbi Akiva's Rebbeim, so what's, who's the first time that comes to mind? Rabbi Yezer. Rabbi Yezer was Rabbi Akiva's Rebbe Move. Rabbi Shua was also Rabbi Akiva's Rebbe. The Gemara says in a few places, Rabbi Kiva's Meshamish Nochem Ishgamzu for 22 years. So, Nochem Ishgamzu is also on that list of one of the Rabbeim of Rabbi Akiva. From our Gemara, it would seem, maybe anyways, that Rabbi Tarfin was also a Rebbe of Rabbi Akiva. So, what's the bottom line? Right? The Gemara seems to be a little bit back and forth. But at least in Shitas Rabbi Yochanan, there's a very clear tzad that it could be Rabbi Tarfin is, is really a Rebbe. It seems to be a Machloikis Rishonim. If you look in the Rosh, Right here in our Gemara. So the Rosh, after he comes out with his Achra, so he says, quote, When he works through the Maskana of how he come out, says the Rosh, The Karben Asano, on these words, says, says, The Rosh said the same exact thing in the first parak of Masachat's Kedushin, Simen Lamed. So the Rosh in two places, in the ninth parak of Ksubiz, and in the first parak of Kedushin, says that the Maskana is, that Rav Tarfin was really the Chaver of Rabbi Akiva. Toysis, in the Sechtes Avoy Dezorah, Daf Mem Hei Amir Aleph, Satoysus over there is discussing the relationship between Rabbi Akiva and between Rabbi Yosei Aglili. Ayin Sham. So then Toysus says as follows, V'afal gavshem askiru b'perek pasra digitin mikam Rabbi Akiva, even though Rabbi Yosei Aglili is mentioned before Rabbi Akiva, and Toysus wants to say that maybe that's a raya, that Rabbi Yosei Aglili was older than Rabbi Akiva, Discussing this Talmud Rebbe situation. Loi kasha. It means nothing. The Kamoi came maskir ba'agodas ha-pesach. Because you find in the Agodash pesach that we mention Rabbi Akiva kaidim Rab Tarfin. We mention Rabbi Akiva before Rab Tarfin. Maisa, Rabbi Liezer, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Lozab and Azaria, Rabbi Akiva, Rab Tarfin. Zog toisvis, afal gaf. So it seemed to be a machloikis between the Rosh and Toysvis, the Maskana, whether Rab Tarfin was Rabbi Akiva's Rebbe, as I state in Toysavik the Zarm and Heyam and Aleph, or whether he was his Chaver Kimavur in the Rosh here in Perak Akoysiv, and it's also the Rosh in Perak Isha Nikness in the first Perak of Masachtis Kedushan. I looked up in the Seda Hadoiris, and the Seda Hadoiris brings both Shitas Arishainim, and he brings from different Kadmoinim that it was a Sophic. It was unclear. So in the world of Rebbe, Talmud, and the Sugyas of Toldus Tanon Vameiram, and Deiris Arishainim, and Yechusei Tanon Vameiram, Yad Malachi, Sheh Magdolim, and that whole Sugya, it seems to be a shtickle of teku, and a little bit of a suffix, whether Rabbi Tarifim was Rabbi Kiva's Rebbe or not. Just one interesting thing, and this is not the day for this, but Rabbi Akiva's Rebbe Muvik is Rabbi, Rabbi Eliezer. If Rabbi Tarifim is his Rebbe, it's interesting, because we know Rabbi Eliezer was Shamuti. And the Rishonim throughout Chas quote the Yerushalmi that says, what is the meaning of Shamuti? Rabbi Eliezer was one of the storage Talmidim of Beishamai. We have several red bites on this. Rabbi Tarifim, we've also spoken about in the past. It's a Gemara in the first Barak of Masechtas Yavamis, and the Mishnah in the beginning of Masechtas Brachas. That Rabbi Tarifim was also Mitamide Beishamai. In fact, the Chavis Yar asks his famous Kasha, the why is Rabbi Eliezer Shamuti? Because he's from Talmidim Beishamai. Why isn't Rabbi Tarifim also Shamuti? He was also from the 
Talmudim of Beishamah. We have several red bites on that as well. But the bottom line is, it comes out that Rabbi Akiva is Rabbi Muvik, Rabbi Yezer, and now also is Rabbi Rav Tarifin, they're both Mitalmide Beishamah, which is something that's fascinating. There's a Rashi in Perak Mafkid that Rashi says Rabbi Akiva was also from the Talmudim of Shamid. That Rashi is Miraf Sinigri. Maybe the Shvers the Rashi in Shas. But the point is, his rabbeim were all from Beishamai. Sai Rabbi Ezer, Sai Rabbi Tarfin. We could talk about this for a very long time. Zok to Gemara Vaiter. Kreved Rabbi Yochanan. Nachamaisa. Rabbi Yochanan had a karev. Tafus parodiyasmi misimto. So Rabbi Yochanan's karev went and he chapped a parodiyasmi from a simta. So the karev is the creditor. Somebody owes him money. He's the malva. And a man died. This man left over Yisoyimim. He also left over a para, and the para was in a simta. And this Balchai went and he chapped the para. Also, the came to Rabbi Yochanan, and uh, it was a dintayu that came to Rabbi Yochanan. Amaluhus, Rabbi Yochanan told his kariv, No, what you did is okay, meaning you have it, and because you have it, it's going to be okay. Also, the kameh to Rabbi Shem, they went to Rish Lakish, Amaluhu Rish Lakish said, Zilu, Zilu Ahadur. No, you have to, you have to give it back. Why do you have to give it back? He's because the Allah has a Akiva, and therefore the Allah, you give it to the Yarshin. The Bachayv can't take it, but mock the Yarshin. What was Rabbi Yechanan Paskening? Rabbi Yechanan was, Saying that you not know the kaisel, it seems the balchayv was the kaisel, and because he was the kaisel, he allowed to have it. He was allowed to have it. Also, the coming to Rabbi Yechon, he went back to Rabbi Yechonon, and they told Rabbi Yechonon, Rish Lakish said, "I have to give it back." So Rabbi Yechonon said, "Amaluhu ma esa shekenegdi chalukalai." What can I do? If Rish Lakish doesn't agree with me, Rashi says he's kenegdi. We had this in the end of the fourth barrack that kenegdi means he's a bar hachi. He's able to argue with me, and if he wants to argue with me, he has every right to argue with me. Toisvus asks a very obvious question, and that is. The Balchayv went and he chapped this para from the Simta in accordance with whose Shita? Rabbi Tarfin Shita. He goes to Rabbi Yechonon. What does Rabbi Yechonon tell him? What you did was very, very good. What he did was very, very good. We passed him to Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says he gave it to the Yarshim. Shekulam Tzrichim Shvua and the Yarshim don't need a Shvua. This Machlaikis that we had a minute ago between Rabbi Yechonon and Reish Lakish, that's Bidiyevet, where the Dayana made a mistake, and they passed like Rabtarfin. So it was already a Maisa Bezdin. The question is, do we unwind the Maisa Bezdin? Is this included in Azazar Tabit Vamishna that we're going to unwind it? There, Rabbi Yechenon, whatever the Pshad is, whichever Iba Yizema you pick, that Rabbi Yechenon Paskin already, it's not considered a Maisa Bezdin. But Shapir Tifastua, how could you say Shapir Tifastua? Of course, what he did was wrong. Dalach is, he gave it to the Yarshim, not to the Koshal Shabahan. So how's he allowed to take it? What's the Rabbi Yochan and the Shittah, right? Partially it's Rabbi Yochan and the Shittah. Two Maisas with the great Rabbi Yochan. But it's not true. In the first Maisa, Rabbi Yochan is acknowledging that Allah is like Rabbi Akiva. He's just saying it's a Maisa Bezdin. Tabit Var Mishnah, Bikai Gabne, Eimechhoiser. But over here, it sounds like he's telling me Gedul Lechatchilah. So Taisa says that you have to say that even though Rabbi Yochan said, Shapit Tifastua, he didn't mean Lechatchilah, you did the right thing. No, you for sure did the wrong thing. You didn't follow the halacha. The halacha is like Rabbi Akiva. Shabbat of meant to say is that now that you have it already, you can keep it. Because Rabbi Yochanan held, and this is Yalish Shitasi, that even though we pass on like Rabbi Akiva, but it's only Lechatchila. But the Yavid, once you have it already, at that point not, it's Zichr Matim with the last Iba Yusayim in the Gemara. And that is the whole halacha of Rabbi Akiva Mechavera is Matin Itmar. It's only Lechatchila, but it's not Pidi Yavid. I mean that it's only Lechatchila, and it's not Pidi Yavid. So once you have it already, Beseder, now already we're going to let you keep it. But not Shabbat of the Gemara that you can go take it. Chas v'sholem. That's paskin like Rav Tarfan lechatchilo. That we for sure don't do. It's okay. Gemara. Nocha ma'isa. Who bakra the yasmi? The tafsi turmene. There was a a bakra the yasmi. The yisoyim had a, a shepherd that was watching their cattle. The tafsi turmene, and a balchayv came and he chapped 
the, the ashar from these from this background. When I chapped it, it's true, I took it, but I took it while the man was already alive. And because he took it, he's not allowed to keep it. What's the shayla over here? The shayla is, again, it's a situation where a man died, he left over Yarshim, he left over a Balchoyv, he left over Metaltalin, but the metalton is not in his rishos. It's in the rishos of the bakra. It's like a pekodin maybe. But it's in the rishos of the bakra right now. It's really telling the machloik is between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Tarfa. We pass on like Rabbi Akiva. What does Rabbi Kiva hold? You give it to the Yarshim. So that even if he goes and he takes it, no, you, you have to unwind it. You have to give it to the Yarshim. That was mefurish in the sugi in yesterday's time. So for sure you would have to give it to the Yarshim. The question over here was that the Balchayv Tainet, that he chapped it already, Mechayim. The Gemara said, on the top of the Yomit, top line, Rabbi Akiva Tfisalei Mahanya Klal, Amarovam Rav Nachman, Vushetofas Mechayim. That if he chapped it Mechayim, in that instance, it is going to be okay. And then there was a dispute that broke out. The Balchayv said, I took a Mechayim, I took a Mechayim, I'm allowed to keep it. Whereas the Bakr said that it's not true, he took a Lachem, he says, also coming to Rav Nachman, this Shiloh was presented, not to Rabbi Yechem Rishlokish, it was brought to Rav Nachman. Amalei Rav Nachman said, Islach Zahadid the Tafsei, do you have any Edim? He asked the, the Bakra. He asked the shepherd. Do you have any Edim that they even chapped it? Amalei Lav? No, there's no Edim. No one saw him chapped it. Amalei. So Rav Nachman said, Being that if this person wants, he can say it's his. Right? You have no proof it's not even his. He can say he bought it from you. He has a basic Migu. It's a Migu Lachsek. He's holding it already. And being that he has some Migu that he could have said the Kuch Biyadi, therefore he's Neman to say that he chapped it Mechaim. And if he chapped it Mechaim, it's going to be okay. Fate to Gemara. Could a person have a migu that he could have said regarding cattle? Lakuach ubeyadi. Amri shlokish, shlokish said hagoydrois ain lahem chazaka. So ordinarily, if a person is holding something, if you're a muxik in something, we assume it's yours. Chazaka that kol mashatachas yadodam that if you have something in your shirt, it's yours. Why? Because why else would you have it? Most times, if you see somebody holding something, it's his. But there are some exceptions to the rule. The most notable exception is sheep have no chazaka. Goats have no chazaka. The reason is because they move around. So the fact that it's in your doesn't mean anything. In other words, the Gemara is tining that Rav Nachman Paskin, that being that this person now, the Bachayv Ketzei, he's never to say that he chapter mechaim. Why are you so sure he's believed to say Lekuach HaBiyadi? You'd say, what do you mean? It's his. He's holding it right now. If he's holding it, then he's for sure the muxik. It's a lechel of right. Now when it comes to goidris, when it comes to cattle, we don't say that. So the Gemara says it's true. We don't say by goidris, abashani tura, this was a shar. A shar is different than Mesir Laraya because the, the raya, the shepherd was watching it. And because the shepherd was watching it, it has a special shmira. And over there you don't have, a goidris saying that is talking about little uh, animals. But uh, a big animal like a shar, that's already different. There you would be believed to say lakuach. And as a result, you have a migu that you could have said therefore you believe to say the again these are all similar stories so this was the family of the Nasi they were the the governing party in, in Bavel right? also known as the Reish Galusa and they had gone to a Simta and they chapped an Amsa as payment for a loan that was outstanding. So again, a man died, owes money to the Venusia. They go and they collect the Chayv from an Amsa, a maidservant, that happened to have been in a Simta. Obviously, our Gemara is learning that the Amsa had a din of metaltal, and even though Avadim are 
It's a discussion in the Rishayim. But we're going under the impression that this Amsa had a din of Metaltalun. The Metaltalun was in the Simta. As a result, it's not included in the rule, the Metaltalun, what is a Talin? It's Talin the Machlaikis, Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Tarfin. According to Rabbi Akiva, the Allah would be the Yarshim Kippa. You can't chop it. According to Rabbi Tarfin, the Allah would be, you give it to the Kaishal. And the Balchayv is going to be the Kaishal. And as a result, the Balchayv would be able to keep it. So this was a Shaila that was presented to the Gedolim. Yes, Rabbi Avo, Rabbi Bar Papi, Rabbi they're all sitting together. They said, No, what they, you did was right. You're, it's okay that you took it. Because they're from the Nazi's family, I understand you have an incentive maybe to hunt for them, but that's not something you're allowed to do. There was a Maishe where somebody passed like Rab Tarfin and they unwound it. So the Allah is that this is not okay. The Allah is like Rabbi Akiva and even Bidi Eved you're not allowed to pass in like Rabbi Tarfin and he was Moicha he said I understand maybe there's a little Hanifa going on over here but he wasn't okay with that another story incidentally today's daf is going to tell a lot of stories right these are Ksuba stories every Masechta has its own stories right so Masechta's Tainas has its stories and Masechta's Ksubas has its stories so today's daf is mamish if you, it's going to be story after story after story but I mean, stating the obvious the stories of sugyas like this are the case law. These are literally real life mices that were used as precedent in terms of had a paskin shiloh. But in terms of all the maiselach that we're going to have in today's daft, this next one might be the most famous and it will be the topic of today's raid and Bez Hashem tomorrow's raid as well. Zok de Gemara. Short story. Yemer Bar Choshnu have a masik bezuzi bahu gavro. Yemer Bar Choshnu had loaned money to somebody. And he wanted to collect a loan. Shachiv, that person died. The Shafik Arba. And he left over a boat. I want you to go and chop this boat for me. Ozal Tafsa, he went and he chopped the boat. Meaning, this was a legitimate loan that was outstanding. It was Oti Yemer Barchashu. He sends a Shliach and he says, I want you to go chop this boat. On the Shliach's way, he met Rapop and Rafun Braid Rav Yeshua. And he told him what happened. He says, You know, I work for Yemer Barchashu. He sent me as a Shliach and I went and I chopped this boat. He owed him money and it's Mamash Gavaldik. So Rapop, Rafun Braid Rav Yeshua, the two Gedele Adar, they look at him and they told him, You know what you did was not okay? Why? You chopped on behalf of a but you did it in a way where it's and the reason it was is because this person that died was a man and he owed money to a lot of people not just to Yemer Bar Chashu. so by you taking this boat it's very good for the person that you took it for but all the other creditors suddenly lost that from Rabbi Yochanan and Rav Popper, and Rav Rav Yeshua told the Shliach Rabbi Yochanan said you can't be toifes the balchayv b'makim shachav la'acherim. Now, just to be clear, if the balchayv himself would be toifes, it would be okay even b'makim shachav la'acherim. But here the balchayv was not being toifes; it was his shliach that was being toifes. And a toifes the balchayv, not when you yourself are a balchayv, but you're being toifes for a balchayv b'makim shachav la'acherim. That loch is; it's not going to be okay. So the Gemara says this. Yid said, "Okay, I mean, he just got a psak from the two gedolei adar." So he left it. Says the Gemara, as he left the arba tofsua inu. Rav Papa and Rav Huna read Rav Yishua. They chopped the boat for themselves. What are they doing with the boat? Says Rashi, because apparently. 
this man had owed them money as well. So, Rapop, Ravun, Red, Rav Yishu, you have to understand this story a little bit, got this person to drop it, and as soon as they dropped it, they stopped making their own kinyanim. Now, Rapop and Ravun, Red, Rav Yishu, both made individual kinyanim, and they made different kinyanim. Rapop, Mimlech, Maluchi, he made uh, a kinyan by riding the ship. Rashi says, what's the makar to the word Mimlech, Maluchi? Vayiru ha-malachim, yoyne peregalif. He started schlepping it with ropes. One said, I'm not I'm the one that made a better Kenyan. The other one said, I'm not I'm the one that made a better Kenyan. In the meantime, they're fighting it out. Who made the big, better Kenyan as this is happening? They met Rapinchas Barami. Rapinchas Barami told them, he said, Rapapa and Rafun Braid Rav Yeshua, I don't even know what you're arguing about. This whole conversation is then on arrival. Why? Because Ravishmul, Damin Chagayu, Ravishmul both said, the only time this is even true that you can go be toifus the metaltalin of Yusayman is if it's not in the Rishos of the Yusayman. And you know what the definition of not in the Rishos of the Yusayman is? It has to be in the Rishos of And apparently where this fight was going on, it was not in the Rishos of So Rav Pinchas Barami told him, and this is anyways a moot point. He told him, Now you should know that this argument didn't just start now. This is an alta argument. We've been arguing already for a little bit, for a few hours, and originally it started off in the dead of sea. And over there was a Rishos of And as a result, we could take it. By the way, is the sea a Rishos of so really, it depends what sugi you're learning. If you're learning Hilchah Shabbos, a yam is usually treated like a caramelist. It's in the Bryce and Shabbos Davav. The yam is your classic caramelist. Why? Because, number one, you don't have 600,000 people that go every single day. But in different sugis, Rishus Sarabim has a, a different definition. So the definition of Rishus Sarabim and our sugi regarding Metaltli, Deyasmi, Meshabdi, Yolay Meshabdi, is not the Erevin uh, definition. That's Pasha. Mamashal, Safik Tomer, Rishus Sarabim, Sveikoy, Tahar, the Rishonim say Rishus Sarabim means three people. So, Rishus Sarabim means different things relative to the sugi. But either way, in this Sugya, the Yam is a Rishos Rabbim. So he told them, we understand, Allah has asked me Rishos Rabbim, but that's where this argument started. Bottom line is, now they had a Machlaikis. So Yemer Bachashu Shleach, he dropped the boat. Beseder. He's added a picture right now. Yemer Bachashu is for sure the big loser in this whole conversation. The question, however, now is, is Rav Papa going to be the winner, or is Rav Huna B'Red Rav Yishu the winner? Who's the Kol the Olam Gavar? Pun intended. So the Yemar says, also the Kamei, they, they came to Rava, Amalahu, and Rava said, Kaki Chevari, literally, white geese, Glimi the inchi. This is what you do. What you you literally take the shirts off of people. Like how do you do this? Like I don't even understand this whole story. Poor Yemer Barchasho. You you literally you told him that Allah is your tefes balchayim b'makos rechav laacherim. And all of a sudden you're chapping. And then he told him Hachi Yomer Rabbi Nachman. I'll tell you what Rabbi Nachman said. Behush netafsam mechayim. That the only time. This works in the in the first place is if you're tough semichayim, but if you aren't tough semichayim, it's not going to work. Why? Because we paskin like Rabbi Akiva, and being that we paskin Rabbi Akiva, this is anyways a moot point because it anyways belongs to the Yarshim, and being that it belongs to the Yarshim, this is not not nigeh. Rabbi Kivager in Gilion Ashas says that why did Rava refer to Rav Papa and Rav Huna Braid Rav Yeshua as white geese? So he says kina oisam bahen al chachmason because he felt that what they did was very clever, meaning this whole. Patent, it was, it was a good chap. So if somebody sees a goose in a dream, it's a So geese is a sign of chachma. As for that reason, he referred to them as geese. Why do you call them white geese? That Rashi says already, because they were older. So they were white geese, and that's why he referred to them as white geese. Truth is, that in and of itself requires a little bit of a hesper. Why is it that Haroya Ovas Bechaloim Yitzapa Bechachma? I mean, Kiveger explained one Medrash player with another Medrash player. But that in and of itself requires beers. If you look in uh, 
Brachas daf nizayin amar aleph. There's a there's some different shot. And one shot I saw is because chachmos bechutz taroinos. So geese make a lot of noise. And chachmos bechutz taroinos. If someone's a tamul chacham, people hear about him. So yitzapel chachma because it's, you're going to be very very noisy. Another shot I saw is is that the kulmasin that we use to write chedushei Torah came from the feathers of geese. So haroya ovas bechaloim yitzapel chachma means you're going to be zoycha to have tamuda biyadoi. You're going to have chedushei Torah. So either it means you're going to be making a lot of noise, or it means you're going to be writing chedushei Torah. Either way, he referred to them as koki chevari. Avimi Avimi, the son of Rabavo. Had people in Chayzai that owed him money. Shadrin Bayad Chama Bre the Rabba Baravua. So he owed money to people in Chayzai. The other way. So Avimi Bre the Rabba Vo Havimaski Be Zuzi Be Chayzai. There were people in Chayzai that that were collecting money from him. So he made a shliach. His shliach was Chama the son of Rabba Baravua, and he told him, "Do me a favor, go pay my loan." Also Parinu. So he went and he paid it. Amaluhu. So he told him, "Havali Shtara, could you give me the shtar back? Meaning, I just paid uh, a loan." I'm going to need to see a receipt. So you can give me the shtabak. I'm going to throw it in your nose. No, no, no. You didn't realize there was another loan that was outstanding. And this money that we got is going to go towards the payment of the other loan. That's a milval pair that we don't even have a star for. And you owe us the same loan. Gets it. This Yid knew he had a bad story to tell. So he comes back home. And he also the Kamidar Rabbi And they didn't know what to do. So Avimi Breda Rabbi went to his own father Rabbi Vo, who's going to pass in the Shiloh. Amalei, and he told him, Isachasahadi to Pratenu, do you have Adam that you paid? Amalei, I have no Adam. Amalei, Migudi Chayum, Lebel, Hayud Vamayadam, Chayun Amin Lemeimer, say Troy Ninu. So he said that, listen, unfortunately, these people in Chayzai are believed because. You have no way to them anyways. They could always say, it never happened. So the belief to say that it happened, but it was going towards paying down a, a different loan. Says the Gemara, Does the Shliach now have to make Avimi Breid Rabavo whole? Because it seems like maybe he should have asked for the receipt first, give me the shtar, and then I'll give it to you. Right? He shouldn't have done it this way. What did Avimi tell the Shliach? If he told him, first take the shtar and then pay the money, or then, or have Zuzi, or Shkol Shtar, or Loi Meshalem. Meaning, it depends. Did he tell him, Shkol Shtar, or have Zuzi, Meshalem? Have Zuzi, or Shkol Shtar, or Loi Meshalem? If he said, first take the Shtar, then he's going to have to pay, because then he violated the Shlichos. But if he didn't say that, he's not, but the Mars of Loi, it's not true. Benkach, or Benkach, Meshalem. Either way, he's going to have to pay. The Amalek is always telling the Kunishi, Dartich, or Loi Lavos, you should have understood this on your own. I sent you to make things better for me, not to mess my whole life up. And as a result, there's no question he's going to be responsible to pay. Another story. He it's a there was a woman that someone had a pakadin by her, and the pakadin was uh, literally a suitcase full of shtaris. Also, Yarshim, this man died, and the Yarshim came, Katavalemina, and they wanted the shtaris back. She said, says, You don't realize, but uh, really, your father owed me money. In fact, that's why I was even holding these shtaris. It was like a pakadin, it was like a mashkin of some sorts. He owed me money, and I already chopped it. And because I chopped it, it's, it's too late. Now notice, what did she say? Mechaim tafisnalu. Why did she have to say Mechaim tafisnalu? Because we passed in like Rabbi Akiva. And being that we passed in like Rabbi Akiva, the Yarshim would have gotten it. You, had, you don't give it to the Kaishal. So only if she chopped it, she took it already. Mechaim would have worked like the Gemara on the top of Pedalan on the base. And that was what she said. Also, the Kamid Rabbi Nachman, they came to Rabbi Nachman, Amalei. So Rabbi Nachman asked her, Isleich Sahadi Tavu Minach Mechaim. Do you have a, a, a proof? You have Adam that you chopped the Mechaim? 
Then we assume it was a Tfisa and Tfisa is not going to work. In other words, this woman claimed that she took it already Mechayim. But the problem is, she was a Shemir Pekadin. And because she was a Shemir Pekadin, the fact that she was holding it meant nothing. She would have to do a mice of some sort. She would have to do some sort of action to make it Tfisa. So that's what Nachman said. You have... Aiden, this is counterintuitive, that can tell you that he tried getting it back from you, Mikhail, and you refused it. That would constitute Tvisa. If you can prove that, that would be okay, right? Usually that sounds like it works against you a little bit. But that would actually work in your benefit. But being that you don't, so right now when you're being makhish, that's the Tvisa. But that's already a Tvisa Tala Hamisa. Tvisa Tala Hamisa is not going to work. Another story. He hits the Chavish Wobedin in the Rafa. There was a woman that was standing for some court case in the Bezdin of Rafa, and she was Chayish for Amalei Bas Rav Chizda, the Rav's wife, who was also the daughter of Rav Chizda, said, You're done about the Chashuda. Ashwa, I know this woman. Can I get? Don't trust her. Her shvua is worthless. And the Gemara says, Rav accepted what his wife said and made the other person's worth. That's the halacha. If someone's chashed ala shvua, shakenegda is nishba v'noito. Right, you make the other party swear. So the Gemara says, Short while later, Rav Papa and Rav Adabar Masna were sitting together with Rav. Aisa hushtar and a shtar walked into Bezdin. Amalei Rav Papa, Rav Papa said, "You don't obey the shtar periyahu." Rav Papa said, "I know the shtar. This shtar is already a paid shtar." Amalei ikinish achrin ba'adei demar. So Rav says, "Rav Papa, tell me, Rav Papa, do you have another aid?" Amalei loy. He says, "Amalei sin afakaf tikemar eidechad avkubu." It's very nice. You're an eidechad. Amalei Rav Adabar Masna. Rav Adabar Masna is watching what Rav told Rav Papa, and he tells him one of the best lines in Shas. Follow you, hey Rav Papa, kibas Rav Chizda. He said, "Rav Leiven, Rav Papa's." She's, he's less believed than, than your wife, Basra of Chizda. Basra of Chizda said, I don't trust this person. Oh, now all of a sudden, Rapapa, the great Rapapa says, Come, you have another raid. All you are is an Eidachot. So the Gemara says, Rabbi says, I don't understand your question. Basra of Chizda, Kimli Begava. I know Basra of Chizda. I know her. Can again? She's my wife. I trust her 100%. Mar, like Kimli Begava. Rapapa was a Talmud Muvik of Rava, but maybe not yet at that point. But he was a Talmud Muvik of Rava. He said, I don't, I don't try, I don't know you on that level. He says, much as I know you, but not on that level. Omar Papa, but then Rapapa says something fascinating. Now that the Rebbe Rava said that if someone says Kimli it's, it, it's Milsa, it stands in court, like my son Abba, also known as Abba Mari, right? Abba Mar, Abba Mari. The Kimli he's someone that's Kimli Begave, If somebody would come and bring a star and he would say, I don't trust that person, I would tear the star up. And says, You would tear up the star. No one said you could tear up a star. What I would do is, I would make a raise in the star. Toysus, last toys, second to last toys on the Yomit, says, What does it mean, Maranashtara? So, Rach, Rabbi Nuchananel said, The Chom Maranad Bashas. Anytime you find the word Marana, it means that the Balashtar is going to have to swear. But either way, Rapapa said, If there's such a concept called Kimli, oh, I'm going to apply Kimli as well. How am I going to apply Kimli? To my son, Abamari. So, two Ha'aras. The first Ta'ara is that you see this fascinating concept that a Dayan can take the testimony, even of someone that's not kashal edus, even an edachat, as long as he trusts this person 100%, and you can impact, you can move mountains, it, it's something that can make an afkimin alalacha. If it sounds a little bit familiar, it's because we spoke about this. We spoke about this in the end of Mesech Tzivamis, when we learned the sugis of edus isha. The Ramam has a famous sheet when it comes to edus isha, that the edachat is believed midda'irais, all the Rishayim hold the edachat, that's believed by edus isha, is only believed midda'irais, but the Ramam holds the edachat is believed midda'irais, the kamek 
Chumasin of Avzin were Nishtabu to try to explain this Shita Saramam, how is it possible that an Eid could be believed? So the Ramam says, because it's a Musa David, but still, how could it work? So we spoke out then from Rabshach in two places, in the Chazgerish and the Chazanajan. It's based on the Lashine Hazov of the Rambam in the Chazanajan Perich of Dalit. Maybe we'll get back to it in the next few days. Maybe, maybe not, but maybe, yeah. But either way, so this is that you see from here that even though it's true, you need to aid him for the name and you need to aid him for Edos Isha, but there is a concept of Kimli. And if the dying knows, in his heart of hearts, but really knows. Meaning, Rava having Rapapa tell him wasn't enough. But if Bas Rav Chizda tells him, Kimli Bigava, that would be enough to be able to be impact. Dine Mominus doesn't sound like you can rip up a star, but Dine Mominus, even another interesting aura to take away from this Gemara is we know Rapapa had 10 sons, right? The Rapapa sons of uh, Hadron fame. And what did Rapapa say when he heard this story? He said, Now that I heard this, if my son Abamari would tell me something, so you go through Surchad Bar Papa and Rachish Bar Papa and Rafram Bar Papa, Abamari Bar Papa, right? It seems to be distinguished in this Gemara that Abamari Bar Papa by, by Rapapa was, uh, was a Ben Yakili Ephraim and he had like a special place by him. And just like Rava said, Kimli Babas Rav Chizda, Rapapa's Kimli was who? It was Abamari Bar Papa. Very, very interesting. Dr. Gemara, there was a woman, the Fobedina, she had to Swear in Bezdin, the Rabbi Barabaya. Of Rabbi Barabaya. Amaluhu, Ahu Baldin. So there was a Baldin there that was there and said, Taisi, the Tishtaba, the Masa, Efsha, the Mixafa, Umaydi. Said, I would rather that she, you force her to swear in the big city, because if she's going to swear in the big city, the pressure is going to be on, it's going to be. And maybe over there she's going to get scared and she's not going to end up swearing. So I think it's a good idea to make her swear. Amr she said, I'll do it. I'm willing to swear in the big city, but But I want you right now to write me a star that says, that if I swear, I'm going to end up getting whatever it is I'm supposed to get. He's presiding over this case. He said, kids, you know what? Give her what she wants. That's what she wants. Rapapi said, Because you come from Muloi, I'm ritu Lisa. So what's Mulai? So Rashi says two shot and what it means literally. But the, the concept is the same. And that is, Rabibi Barabaya came from base Eili. Abaya came from base Eili, which means Rabibi Barabaya, by definition, also came from base Eili. He came from base Eili, and the people from base Eili, Nebuch, they were upgehakt. They didn't live long. So Rapapi said, Rabibi Barabaya, because you come from Muloi, therefore you're saying, Mili Mulisa. He's saying Allah is that are not Oiskalten. Meaning, it's not okay to give a woman a star that says right now that in, that, that in the event that you swear properly, you can end up getting what you're supposed to. You can't write this star right now. The star has to be written, Nach You can't write it now. How do I know? Because Omar Rava Rava said, Hi, Ashros, the Daini, we had this earlier in the Masechto, the Michtava Mikami, the Nachbisadi, Achsim, and that if Edim would sit down, they would write a Hempik, meaning there was a star that had Edim, and now someone's being Ma'ara on the star, you need a Kiyam Staris. So the Bezdin, after they determine that these stars, these, these signatures are legitimate, they write a hempik. If they would write it before they actually did the kim stars, it would be possible. Alma, what do you see? Because it's not okay. You can't write that this is okay before you know for a fact it's okay. Here too you say meaning what you're saying is not true. But the Gemara says that really this halach is not true and how do I know that? Based on something Rav Nachman said that if someone has a get, finds a get isha 
in the garbage. Somebody's walking and he sees a Gerisha. And lo and behold, he didn't hire anyone to write this for him, but someone paid someone to write this. And the man's name is the same as his, and his wife's name is the, the same as his wife's. And just so happens, he was thinking maybe he should divorce his wife. It's Mamish Bashet. And he decides, perfect, he wants to take it. So the Allah Rameyer says it's going to be kosher. Why does only Rameyer say it's kosher? Because we know a get has to be written lishma v'kasav la lishma. Rameir has a sheet in Masechtes Gittin that v'kasav doesn't mean v'kasav; it means v'chasa. Right? Rameir's sheet is eight chesim akarsi, so the chesimus of the edim have to be lishma benatis. So Rameir said such a chiddush, and the Gemara says I feel the Rabbanon, even the Rabbanon that argue loy pliyel alad Rameir el begitay nashim only argue with Rameir when it comes to getting should have eaten chesim lishma because they hold the kasav la lishma. Avul b'shash toris moideloy. Meaning it sounds like if you find a star in the garbage, you can pick it up and you can use it. And not just that, Amr Ravasi, I'll prove it to you from something Ravasi said. Amr Rabbi Yechon, Amr Ravasi, and Rabbi Yechon, Shlashal, love a boy, uparoy, ain't a chosen, for love a boy, shakvan, nimchoshibudai. What happens if Ruven lent Shimon $100? They had a star. Then Shimon pays back the $100. And he says, you know what? I want to borrow it again. No problem. Let's use the same star. You can't use the same star. The reason is because a star involves Shibud Karkais, and once it's paid, it's, there's a machiro on the Shibud, and you can't reinvigorate that Shibud. Time the The reason you can't use it is, is because there's a machiro on the Shibud, and you're going to mess up the Shibud. Shikra, but when it comes to Mechzeg Shikra, like Hashina, it doesn't sound like that's something you're worried about. And because that's not something that you're worried about, so it's for that reason, it, that's not going to be a problem. Bottom line is, what do you see from here? You see, it's true that when it comes to a hempic, Bezdin can't sign a hempic. Rav said this before they actually accept the testimony and they determine for sure that the signatures on this star are valid, legitimate signatures. But at the same time, at the same time, it's not necessarily a tushtel to all different stars. You see, you can write again, Isha, before the man and the wife decide that they're going to get married, barring the sugis of Lishma, and any star that's not a Gedisha, where there is no din of Lishma, with the exception of a star that involves Shibut Karkais, that would be okay as well. So when Rabbi Barabai said, I'll write you the Shar Zachfasa, I'm not giving it to you now, you get it after you swear, but to write it in and it of itself is not the worst thing you can do, and it's not necessarily because it came from Beis Eli that he paskin this halacha, and we are going to stop prematurely here. So these Gemaras that we're learning, they don't need our Haskama, but obviously these are Gemaras that are Every line is another Ktsois. In these Dafin that we're learning right now, and it's impossible to, to pick and choose and to be as it relates to raid bites. But just one Ha'ara that Be'ez Hashem will continue into tomorrow, and that is the Gemara on the bottom of Dafpei Dalet Amid in one of the many stories that were told in today's Daf, told the Maise Shehoyah Kachoyah with Yemar Bar Chashu. So Yemar Bar Chashu was a Malva. It was a Yid that owed him money. The Yid died. This Yid had left over an Arva. He left over a ship. So Yemar Bar Chashu asks his Shliach, do me a favor, I want you to go quickly, I want you to chap this ship. Now a ship has a din of Metaltalin. Ordinarily, Metaltalin, the Yasmi, is Loi Mishtabdi. But the Mishnah that we're learning Yesterday's daf, today's daf, discusses if a man dies and leaves over metaltalin that's not in the reshus of the Yisoyimim, the rule of metaltalin, the Yasmi, Loi Mishtabdi, does not apply. What is that law? Machlikis, Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Tarifin. So that machlikis aside, Yemer Rachashu sent the shliach to go, chap, this arba, v'kach chap, the shliach was successful and he has this arba and he's, he's driving it, he's the sailor, he's schlepping it. However exactly he's getting it from point A to point B, as he's en route, it seems like he's at sea almost, he encounters the great Rav Papa and Rav Huna Bered Rav Yeshua, two gedoyle, 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 and they start talking. 
Who are you? Shliach. Who do you? Who are you a shliach for? Yemer Barchash. What are you doing with this boat? I took it. It was a plane that died. He owed Yemer Barchash. He asked me if I can go take the boat for him. And I said, sure, no worries. And I took it. So a pop, Rafun Brid, Rav Yeshua, Ki ish echad, belev echad. Mamash in unison. They're probably plucked it throughout Shas. But here they were, the Amri Travayo. They both said, for the moment anyways. And that is, he says, you can't do this. He said, why not? Because you're a toifes l'bachay b'mokim shechav l'acherem. He's like, come again? He says, no, that's the halacha. The halacha is that if you're toifes something from Yarshim, for a b'alchayv, b'mokim where there are other b'alei chayvois, meaning it's chav l'acherem, because if Yemer Barchashu ends up with the boat, the other creditors are not going to get the boat, it doesn't work. You're not zoichin it. You heard the G'dayli Adar say this. He doesn't know. So he left the boat. He walked away. And the minute he walked away, all of a sudden, there's a tug of war, literally, between Rav Papa and Rav Huda, Red, Rav Yeshua. Turns out, they were two of the other creditors. They were Nichol and the Chav Lacherim. They started taking it. Now, they could take it, because they're taking it for themselves. The problem with Tishliach was that he was Teufel's Lib al He was taking it for Yemer Barchashu. They had a hold in Tyra, and then they ended up going to... Uh, Rava, and Rava called them Kaki Chevari, Araya Avaz Bechaloim Yitzah Belachachma, and the rest is history. But this Gemara is the Makar to the Halacha that states, Hatoyfeis Labalchoy, Bemakem Shechavla Acherim, Loikana. Who said it? The great Rabbi Yechman. Toysvis, right here, and this Toysvis is also in Gitten Dafir Alphamabes, quotes Shitas Rashi, who holds, that the only time we say is if the Balchayv that this Yid is being Toifas for never appointed this person as a Shliach. But in the event that he would have appointed him as a Shliach, in that case, you wouldn't have the halacha of Toifas In other words, the whole halacha of is when a Yid out of the goodness of his heart, decides to be toifes on behalf of Blachayv. A man died, he left over metalpolim, the Yershim don't have it right now, it's in a Rishas Rabin. He has a good friend that he knows this person owed money to, he knows he's been trying to schlep the money out of him, unsuccessfully. This is a perfect opportunity. Let me go chap it on behalf. Ordinarily, the halacha would be zachin la'adam shalei b'fanav, and as a result, whatever he tried doing would work. Over here, this halacha that says, that being that you're toifes of Blachayv, but it's b'makam shachav l'acherim, the halacha is going to be loikana. And the svara is a very good svara. The svara is because zochel adam shleib of works when what you're doing is kulois But berega, what you're doing is a chay for somebody else, even though you're doing it for ruving, let's say, and for ruving it's a schos. But the fact that it's chav and that's enough for it to be not okay. This is the chiddush of Rabbi Yechonon, of But let's say you're working as a shliach. Somebody actually asked you to go ahead and do it. In that case, even though you're toifes Rashi, Kana, even Rabbi Yechon would agree it's okay. Because now you're not going to with the din of Zachar Ladam Shleib Afanov. Now you're working with Shluch HaShaladam Kamaisai. And I can make you a Shleich to do anything for me and better. Just like if the Meshaleich himself would try taking it, it would be okay. Like in the story with Rapapa and Rafun de Yeshua. So it's for that reason, if you're now acting as a Shleich, it's going to be okay as well. This is Rashi Shit. Afraid Toysvis, I don't know how to read this Rashi. I don't know how to read this Rashi. It's Kenegah the Gemara. 
The Makar, the case law that Chazal gave us for Toifus al-Bachoy b'makim she'chav la'acherim was the story of Yemer bar What was the Maisa? Yemer bar Chashu have a mask be'izuzi b'ahu gavr. Shachiv v'shavak arba o'malei l'shluchei. He told him, go to Yishliach. Frey Toifus, I hear in Ksubas pe'dal amadez. And say, I'm getting your dalaf amadez. That Toifus, Rashi's a plea. I understand Rashi. Rashi's telling me there's no Allah of Toifus al-Bachoy b'makim she'chav la'acherim when you made him a shliach. It's connected to Gemara. The Gemara's case was the story of Yemer Bar Chashu, and by Yemer Bar Chashu, he had made him into a shlech. And Tosis blabs Sarachin on this question that he asks on Rashi. We spoke about this in the beginning of the Masechta in the Sugi of Ger Katan. The Ktois in Simon Kufhe, Sivkatan Aleph says that could be the Hezber in the Machloikis between Rashi and Tosis goes to the core of how Zochin La Adam of works. The Ktois says that Rashi must have held that Zochin Adam Shloi Befan of works, Midin Shlichos. What we know as Schia Mitan Shlichos. And the way the Rishonim explains Schia Mitan Shlichos, some, that it works with Anan Sahadi. That had the Mishaleach known, he would have made him a Shliach. So it's as if he made him a Shliach. So if that's the case, so there can't be any Chilik between Zochin Adam Shalei Befanov and between Shluchai Shaladim Kamoisai. And therefore, the halach of Toifus of Achoy Bemakim Shachav Lacherim, if it would be true by Zochin Adam Shalei Befanov, it would have to be true by a regular Shlichas as well. That's what Toifus held. Rashi says the Ketois must have argued. Rashi must have held that Zchiyah is Mishum Yad. It's not Mishum Shlichas. As a result, Zchiyah is Luchod and and just because you find that you can't be toifes l'balchayv by schia doesn't necessarily mean the same has to be true for shlichos, and therefore it could be toifes l'balchayv but makash b'chav l'acherim does not work when it comes to schia, but it will work when it comes to shlichos. In other words, the k'tzoyis' point is that if schia is mitan shlichos, you really can't be mechalik between shlichos and between and between. The only time you could even entertain it sad that there could be a chilek is if you learn that tzchia has nothing to do with shlichus. But that's the choice in Simon Kofei. That's not something that we're going to talk about right now. We spoke a lot about it at the beginning of the Masechta when we learned the sugi of Gerkotten and we went through all the different raid as it relates to Zachan L'Adam Shaloi B'Fanov. But today's raid and tomorrow's raid is going to pivot on a Veltz Kasha. And the Kasha is the Yeshua's Kasha that he asks right here in our sugya. And that is Pnei Yeshua asks that, according to Toysvis, that Toysvis al-Bachoy, Pemokim Shechav L'Acherim, Loi Kona is true, even if you made him into a Shliach, I have a problem. We know the Mishnah says, Ho'ish Mekadesh, Boyu B'Shluchoy. A man can make a Shliach to be Mekadesh and on his behalf. Frey Toysvis, Frey to Pnei Yeshua, how could somebody make a Shliach to be Mekadesh and on his behalf? L'Choyro, every Shlichus V'Kedushin should be Toysvis al-Bachoy, Pemokim Shechav L'Acherim. Why? Because if this woman is going to marry the man, the Meshaleach, she's going to be an HSA, she won't be able to marry anybody else. And if she can't marry anybody else, it comes out, it's Chav Lachrini. It's going to be Chav now for any other man that maybe wanted to marry this woman. So, Frank to Pnei Yeshua, that according to Toysvis that holds, that you say, even when you made him into a Shliach, so how could you ever have Shlichas by Kedusha? Mishlam, according to Rashi, that the only time you say, is where it's Shliach. Okay, Shlichas, you don't say, but according to Toysvis, that you say, even when it comes to a situation of shlichos, is fake to Pnei Yeshua, how could you ever have shlichos to Kedushin? Why isn't every single case of shlichos 
Likedushin, a case of Toifas of Achoyev, the Mokim Shechav Lachem. Who's a Chav for all the other men in the world that maybe could have married this woman? Now that she's an Asian sister, it comes out they lost out. So Lachem, you're a Toifas of Achoyev, the Mokim Shechav Lachem. So the Pnei Shua to answer this kasha says a very big yisoid. He says a chiddush in the sugya of Toifas of Achoyev. That's not what we're going to talk about right now. What we're going to discuss is a teretz that two gedolei olam omechaven to. The Noida be Yehuda and the Chasam Seifer. The Noida be Yehuda is in Shail Sechuvas Noida be Yehuda. It's in the Evan or Ezer Kama Simin Samach Dalit. The Chasam Seifer is in Shail Sechuvas Chasam Seifer Evan or Ezer Aleph Simin Kufnon. We'll say it from the perspective of the Noida be Yehuda. So this tshuva of the Noida be Yehuda is actually a very very interesting tshuva. Touches a lot of different topics. And the primary topic that the uh, Noida Behuda was discussing was the Chiddush of the Rebar Barzilai. So the Rebar Barzilai was one of the Rishonim. He said a very, very big Chiddush. He said a Chiddush Nifla, and Lamoy, one of the biggest Chiddushim ever. He said, everyone knows that a father can be Makadish's daughter, that's a Ketana. father has a right to be Makabu Kedushin on behalf of his daughter that's either a Ketana or a Nairu. Said, what about a son? Of course, it can't be Makadashi's son. You can only be Makadashi's daughter. Said the Rebar Barzilai. A father can be Makadash, his son also. In the event that the father deems that it's in the best interest of his son, that's a cotton, to get married and to marry this woman, the father would have an ability to be Makabal Kedushin on behalf of this son or be the one that's going to stand under the chuppah for him and give the Kedushin and his son's going to be married midday rice. So it's shayach for a cotton to be married midday rice. Right, so if somebody asks you, is it possible for a cotton to be married midday rice? So I think the first answer you would have to say is through Yibam. Right? A, y- a Yavam, once he's nine years old, could already do Yibam. Machlik is Rashi and Toysus, Kedushin, Daphyotes, whether that Yibam is Chalmud Eiraisa, only the Rabban. Right? Chazal say, Asur Kemaimer. But it's Machlik is Rashi and Toysus, whether it's a real Yibam Eiraisa, it's not a real Yibam Eiraisa. That's a good answer. The next best answer would be, oh, it's the Rebar Barzilai. And by the way, this is a very famous Rebar Barzilai. It's famous because it's famous, but it's also famous the first Avni Maluim. So the very, very first Avni Maluim, Sim and Aleph, Sivkot and Aleph, it's a trivia question. What's the first Avni Maluim? It's on this topic. It's on the discusses this phenomenal Kiddush that a father can be Makadish his son through the halacha of Zoch Ladim Shleibafan. So, this was the noise that the Neid Behuda was discussing this. So, just to digress for a second, the Shoyal, and this truth, it's always interesting. So, who is the Shoyal? The Shoyal was the Neid Behuda's Adem. So, Neid Behuda has an Adem, we've spoken about. This Edom, the Hashem in the Daf, many times, he was known as Rabbi Yosef Atzadik. He was the Rav in Pozna, and he was known as Rabbi Yosef Atzadik. He was a Tzadik, and a lot of Maises and Moifsim associated with this Edom. He was married to Neide Yehuda's oldest daughter. Just to give you an idea of the Erech, I don't think we ever spoke this out, the Erech that the Neide Yehuda had for his Edom, Rabbi Yosef Atzadik. This is in the middle of a tshuva. The tshuva is in Chayshem Mishpat. It's in Simon Chavches. So this is also a tshuva to Rabbi Yosef Atzadik. He appears in many tshuvas. So he tells him like this: Da ahuvi chasani, my beloved Adam. When I wrote to you the tshuva that they were discussing, yaday mirasisin, my hands were shaking. Vitkule gufi mirasis, my whole body had to get from your bikiyas. 
Because I know Because I know that all the Rishonim is literally Goli to you So I know about all your Bekiyas And I know what a cup you have you like Benazir, that's the ultimate compliment. You can Benazir is This is the night of Yehuda, right? We now the night we the road in his truth. So this is what he wrote to his Adam Rabbi Yosef at Tzaddik. So he was a Tzaddik, but a Lamdan also, clearly. And this is this is who he was. He said he called him Kibanazai Bashukitveri. It's a Khmamish Ketreso. I saw, I got that they, there was a safer that was printed. It was like a limited release. Somebody put it out for a simcha, I believe. And it's uh it's called Zikhran Cheris Yosef, and it's Torah from Yosef Atzadik. There's a Hakdama there, and the Akdama there's like a short biography on Rabbi Yosef Atzadik, and one of the things they bring, and the source to this is the Neid Behuda's son Yaakovke, who we'll get to in a moment, but the Neid Behuda's son Yaakovke wrote a Hakdama to Madura Tinyon of Neid Behuda, and in the Hakdama, one of the things he writes is, he talks about his Shvagar, Rabbi Yosef Vatzadik, and the Erech that his father had for him, and he says that when they were Matsia to the Neid Behuda, the Steller in Prague, to go become Rav in Prague, they went for a proper. But he wanted to make sure that it was, it was Matim and it was the right place. I mean, the Neid Behuda is about to make a decision that's going to change the course of, of Jewish life for the next 40 years. And, and he took with him his Edim, Rabbi Yosef Atzadik. That's who he took with him. He was 19 years old at the time. That's what he said. My Shvago was 19. And that's who he wanted to come along with him. He says, you're going to help me determine whether or not this is a good fit and whether it's Matim for me to become the Rav in Prague. So this is who he was. Either way, in this tshuva, they're talking and learning. And they're discussing the sheet of the Rebar Barzilai. And they're discussing the, the plea of this tshuva. So one of the svaris that was discussed in this tshuva was how could the Rebar Barzilai have said that it's Zochen La'adam Shloi Bafana for a father to be Makadish's son? L'chayra, it's a schus, it's chavacher. It's true for this boy, if we deem that this is the right thing for him, it's going to be a schus. But what about everybody else? It's zikr chavacher. And because it's Chav L'Acherim, you don't say Zoch L'Adam Shloi B'Fana when it's Chav L'Acherim. So this is the Svaru that Rabbi Yosef HaTzadik is handling together with the Noida B'Yehuda. So in this Tshuva, Zoch the Noida B'Yehuda, that the Emma says, if we're going to be Ma'ura this Ha'ara, we have to ask a better Kasha. And without quoting the Pnei Yeshua, he asked the Pnei Yeshua's Kasha. Because Toysfin Sheet is also the Sheet of the Rosh. That a Toysfin Sheet is true even if you made him a Shliach. So how could you ever have a Shliach to be Makadish and Isha? How could you ever have a Shliach to be it's always Chav L'Cherem. It's Chav to all the other people that right now are not going to be able to be Makadish this Isha. So the Neid Behuda said that my Muscha Rishon was as follows. My Muscha Rishon was, the Gemara says, It's There's another Gemara. It's a Gemara in Perik Shnai Moichsen. The Gemara says, If somebody's walking in the street and he sees a Metziah, it's a Metziah that's Elu Metziah Shalai. He sees Peros Mefuzarim. So he sees it on the floor and he says, oh, let me pick it up. But not for himself. He's a good guy. He's going to pick it up for his friend that he, can, he knows he's, he's looking for Paris now. So he picks up the Paris and he's mezakit for him. Dalach is, ha-magbiyah metziyah l'chaveroi is konachaveroi. Freyta, is a kasha. How did these two gemara shtim? Every magbiyah metziyah l'chaveroi that's konachaveroi, you're a toifes l'bachoi, v'makam shachav l'acherim. Because it's very nice when you're taking now l'chaveroi. But it's chav l'acherim because all those other people that would have also found it and the would have been the same. Now they're losing out. As I pray, Toysvis. So Toysvis has a terrorist. Very important terrorist. Getting your dial from the base. So Toysvis, that even though it's true that Toysvis 
It's also true. How do you make these two things coexist? Says Toysvis, by being that you yourself, if you wanted, you could have been zoichin it for yourself. Because for yourself, there's no sugi of Toysvis of Achayv. It's only when your Toysvis live Achayv. But if you want to take it, you can take it. So, migu de zachar and afsheh, Being that you could have taken it for yourself, you can take it for your end. Toifes of Achayv is talking about where the Toifes is himself not a Balchayv. Being that you're not a Balchayv, you're only taking it live Balchayv, that's not something you can do. So if you yourself are someone that you could have been Zoychet for yourself, as opposed to when you're Toifes of Achayv, over there it's talking Dafka where you're not, meaning if you're a Balchayv and a Chanami, but you're not a Balchayv, and because you're not a Balchayv, over there it's going to be different. If somebody makes a Shliach to be Mekadosh Nish on his behalf, Although it's true that it's Chav Lacherim, but if the Shliach would want to be Mekadosh Nesisha himself, would he be able to? Presumably. So if that's the case, it comes out that you're a Magbiya Mitzia Lechavera. Because there's a Migu de Zochil and Avsheh. And Migu de Zochil and Avsheh is Zochil and Meaning this is a Tzushtel not to the Sugi of Toifus Abachoy B'Makum Shachav Lacherim Lekono, but to the Sugi of Amaviyah Mitzia Lechavir, Kono Chavir. And it's for that reason he said the Noid B'Yudah. He said that was my Muschorishan. But he said I have a problem with this. You know why? Because if this is true, then it's going to come out. If this is true, then it's going to come out. That what would be if the Shliach was a Karev? The Shliach was an Erva to the Isha. So that if the shliach wanted to be mekadesh the isha, the shliach would not be able to mekadesh the isha. In that case, there's no migu de zochil and afshe zochin ami lechavre. So then it would come out. You can't make a shliach. And says the noida be Yehuda v'zeh loisha manu b'divri apoiskim. This is a chiddush that in my life I never heard. Meaning that it's true you can make a shliach to mekadesh and isha ish mekadesh by b'shluchai. But if the shliach you hear a chiddush is a kariv to the isha, then you can't. Because then it's toifus of achayv and makom shachav lachem. Ordinarily, it's magbiyam itziel lachaver kana chaver migud azachil amshay zachin amel chaver. But in the event that he's going to be a karuv of the isha, then it's already toifus of achayv and makom shachav lachem. And in that case, it's not going to be kaina. And he said that's a, a chiddush that's untenable. I can't accept something like that. So if that's the case, hundred kushul duchte. We have the pnei yeshua's kasha. What's the teretz of the pnei yeshua's kasha? Zok the noy to be yehuda. I think you have to say that the teretz is pashit, and this is the teretz that the chasam zayfer said as well. And that is, the only time you say that something's considered chav is if somebody else wanted to do this thing, we know for sure they could have done. So for example, there's an arva, it's a ship, it's out at sea. It belongs to the Yarshim, but it's not in their possession right now. And as a result, if you're going to go chap it, according to Rabtarif, in any ways, you're going to be able to keep it. Any one of the Balei can go take it. If you take it, the other Balei now couldn't take it, as a result, it's chav lachem. You have a mitzia; it's lying on the floor. Anyone could pick up the mitzia. Whoever picks it up, it's it's going to be his. The mitzia has no das to determine. I want you to pick me up. I don't want you to pick me up. Anyone can take it. In those cases, if you take it on the cheshbon of somebody else, you considered a a toifes lachem. However, when it comes to marriage, said the noy Yehuda, when it comes to marriage, it's different because the marriage, the woman has a say. She gets to decide. She has a vote whether or not she's interested in marrying this man. And because she has a vote to decide whether or not she wants to marry this man, so it's for that reason, said the Noy de Yehuda, over here you can't call a Chav Lachem because Mecha tastes that she's going to want to marry this man. She agreed to marry this man. Okay, so now you're being Makadashir. Glad you're doing it all your day, Shaliach. But the point is, she knows exactly who she's marrying. So she knows who she's marrying. So 
for to have someone else go now and say, oh, it's Chav Lachayim, because if she wouldn't have married him, she would have married him. So she would have agreed to marry you. And therefore, it's not enough for it to be considered Chav Lachayim. It said the that we believe that's the Teretz. That's going to be the Teretz to the Teretz to Pnei Yeshua's Kasha. It got late early, so we don't have time to really continue with this. But Noida Behuda wrote another tshuva on this topic. This tshuva is a Madura Tinyana. This tshuva was written to the Noida Behuda's son, Yaakovka. Yaakovka asked a follow-up question on the tshuva that the Noida Behuda had written to his aidan, Rabbi Yosef Atzadik. And in that tshuva, Yaakovka asks the Noida Behuda a bomb kasha. A kasha we have to get to another day. And it's very gishmak the way the Noida Behuda writes to him. He says, that when we, oh, I opened up your letter. He says, your brother, my son, Bni Ahuvi Shmuel. Shmuel Landa, the next Rav of Prague, was sitting next to me, and he saw it, and take it, as soon as he read your kasha, he said, I'll bomb Teresius kasha, the raid's so gishmak, but it's a whole nother raid bite, it's a whole nother raid bite, but I think it's Kedai to talk a little bit more, not about this, but just another Teresius playing Shua's kasha, which is going to really segue us into tomorrow's da. we'll just make a psich on this, and then Amir Hashem will pick this up tomorrow, and that is... Again, the Pnei Yeshua asked the Kasha. If that's the case, even if you made a shliach, how can a man ever make a shliach to go ahead and be Makadish and Isha? Kedushin is always because if you marry her, no one else is going to be able to marry her. And if no one else is going to be able to marry her, it's going to come out that it's it's Chavlacherim. So I found a beautiful Teretz in the Sefer Beis David. So the base David was written by Hagoyin Hagadol, the Sinai, Rabzev Wolf Leiter. So we've spoken about Rabzev Wolf Leiter in the past. He was a Rav in Pittsburgh, and he's one of the greatest Begiyim to ever walk the shores of the United States of America. Mamish Kol Rosloy, honestly, his Begiyas was Mephorosim, and there's different lines from G'dayli Oilam that said things about, about the Begiyas of Rabzev Wolf Leiter. And in his... Shailah's Hachub is based David. This is in Simon Lamed Beis. So he handled this kasha from the Pnei Yeshua. So he brings that the Shoyal, his name was Rabbaruch Mordechai Fried. He was the of Bezdin of Martinsburg. So the Rabbaruch Mordechai Fried from Martinsburg sent a, a terrorist to Rabzev Wolfleiter, the great Sinai. And he said, I want to answer the Pnei Yeshua's kasha. He had a gishmak terrorist. His terrorist was... Now, he doesn't bring the whole terrorist, but he says, quote, what does he mean? I think what he means is, the Gemara says in Saita Daf Beis, Arbam Yoim Koydim Yitzir Sablad, there's a Paschal that says, Pas Pleini Lepleini. So it sounds like that Rabbaruch Martcha Fried, the Avbezin of Martinsburg, he was telling Rabzav Wolf Light, I think I have a Pasha Tarot to the Pnei Yeshua's Kasha. What's the Kasha? That if you're Mekadosh this Isha, it's going to be Chav Lachem? No, it's not. Kedusha doesn't work that way. It's called Bashert. Arbam Yoim Koydim Yitzir Sablad, there's a Paschal that says, Pas Pleini Lepleini. So if she's bashered to marry him, then she's going to marry him. And if she's not bashered to marry him, she's not going to marry him. It doesn't work that way. So what do you mean that it's going to... No, it's bashered. Now, he didn't comment, did Rabzav Wolf Light on this terrace. But I think the obvious response to that would be is that the Gemara Masech Tassayta says that although it's true that but that's only true for Zivig Rishon. But the Gemara says, Kamba Zivig Rishon, Kamba Zivig Shani. So I don't think it's going to help for Zivig Shani. And based on it's not going to help for Zivig Shani, so for Zivig Shani, you're going to have a cash. You can make, it's only true for Zivig Rishon. It's not true for Zivig Shani. But Rab Zevol Flight has said a Teretz Nifla. And this again, it's going to segue us into tomorrow's right. But just the words of the Teretz will say it very, very fast. And then we'll be misbinding in this Indian a little bit more tomorrow. And that is, he said that maybe, maybe you can say, 
based on a concise, short concise. Based on, it sounds scary, based on a concise. No, it's a very, very short concise. It's in Simon Shin Vav. It's Siv Cotton Zion. The concise over there is discussing a, a very big Kiddush that the Shulte Gibayram brings. And that is, the halach is, if somebody gives something, something to an woman, hey, you give something to uh, an artisan, a professional, a certain Indian, and you ask them to fix it. And then he, you give it to a tailor. You beg it and he damages the beg it. So is the tailor achroi or is he not achroi? Right? That's the sugi over there. So the halach, it's often halach in Shulchan Aruch. It depends on whether he was paid or he wasn't paid. So if you paid him, then the halach is he's going to be achroi. If you didn't pay him, then the halach is that he's not going to be achroi. So the discussion over there was, if somebody gives an animal to a shaykh, to shaykh, Shulti Gibayim has a tzad, that could be that if the shaykh messes up the shechita, meaning the animal ends up becoming an avela, even if you didn't pay him, he's going to be chayv. Why? I thought the only time you chayv is if you pay him. He said, the reason is because when a shaykh shech, he makes a bracha. He says, The Gemara says, that if somebody steals a mitzvah from somebody, he has to pay how much do you have to pay? Asar is a hoofim, right? There's a knas, there's a monetary payment you have to make, you have to make, you have to pay Asar is a hoofim. Toysvah says in Perak HaChoyvul, in Masechtas Bovakamad of Tzadik Aleph, that just like you have to pay Asar is a hoofim if you steal someone's mitzvah, if you would take away a bracha from somebody, you'd also have to pay. You'd have to pay the same exact Asar is a hoofim. Which means we just put a price tag on a mitzvah, we put a price tag on a bracha. Now, that's it's not mamash, a price tag. But, there's some monetary value, almost like a chosh mishpat value. For haraya, if you gander someone's bracha, you have to pay a sarazovim. So, said the shiltegi barium, the ktois brings us an unbelievable chiddush. Instead, it should come out that every time you give an animal to a shaykhit, Rabbi, shecht this animal for me. It's as if you're giving it in Beschar, because when he shechts it, assuming he's an upkit and he's going to make a bracha b'shem l'malchus. And that bracha is worth ten zohuvim. So it comes out, you just paid him. So if you just paid him ten zohuvim, so it comes out an unbelievable thing. It comes out that you always gave him schar. So he wanted to say a chiddish that it could be, even if you don't pay him, it's as if you paid him. Because you gave him the opportunity to make a bracha, and a bracha is worth a sorrow zohuvim. Since I have lighter, I want to say a teretz. Yeah, maybe you can say, the halach is, when a chas and kal get married, you have to make brachas. By the erisin, you make brachas erisin, and by the nasun, you make brachas chasan. And we spoke about this on Dav Zayin and Dav Ches. The Rambam says, Mephorish and the Rambam and the Chasishos, and Taisis brings it on Dav Zayin and Bebez, that when you make brachas erisin, it's even if you make kadash al yidei shliach. And who's supposed to make the brachas erisin, really? The chasin's supposed to. Why don't we do that? We spoke about it. The Rambam says, Shaloy Levayish. But really, the chasin does, or the shliach does. That means if somebody makes someone a shliach to be makadash and isha, it comes out that shliach, is going to make a bracha. What bracha is he going to make? He's going to make the birchas erisin. But the point is, he's going to have to make a bracha. That bracha is worth something. What's it worth? It's worth ten zehuven. It's worth ten zehuven as a real value. So he said, if you take a look in the shach, the shach says dachzach and simen kofei that even though a toif is l'bal choiv b'makim shachav l'achirim da'alach is loikano a bezok the shach if you paid the shliach, then it's going to be different. So if Yemar Bar would have paid a few dollars to this shliach, the whole thing would have changed. Rav Papa and Rav Huna would not have told him what they told. 
He didn't pay him, and that's why he ended up losing out. He was penny wise and bound foolish. He didn't know that locha probably, but he was penny wise and bound foolish, literally. But the point is, is that if you pay, then there's no locha anymore of toifus l'bachayiv b'makim shechav l'acherim. He said nifladik. He said that every single time you make a shliach to be mekadosh and isha, freak the pnei yeshua, you're toifus l'bachayiv, and it's b'makim shechav l'acherim. Zok Rav Leiter, it's true. You're toifus l'bachayiv b'makim shechav l'acherim. But you're paying the shliach. You know what you're paying him? Ten zuhuvim. What do you mean? You never swiped the credit card. You never gave him ten zuhuvim. It's true, but you gave him a bracha. And the tzayis brings the shulti gibayrim that the bracha is worth ten zuhuvim. So if you give an animal to a shaykh and he messes it up, we look at him as if he was someone that was getting paid and the Allah is he's going to be chayv to pay. Because we look at him as if he actually got paid. So if he actually got paid, so it comes out you paid. Oh, if you paid him, there's no Allah of tzayis b'chayv. That's the terrorist that Pnei Yeshua's kasha. That's what he says. Then it says, if you look at the Ktsois, the Ktsois brings the Shulte Gibarim, but the Ktsois is not masking to the Shulte Gibarim. He's Matmi on it. He asks a bomb cash on the Shulte Gibarim. He says, if that's true, we could put a dollar amount on a brocha and a mitzvah of Asar as a huvim. He says, let me ask you. Everyone knows the Machloik is Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef, one of the most famous Machloikis in the Chaz. Just spoke about Eil Metzias. Shoymer Aved, if somebody finds an Aved, does he have a din of a Shoymer or Shoymer Sacher? Rabbi says Shoymer Chinam, Rabbi Yosef said Shoymer Sacher. Rabbi said, nobody's paying him. Rabbi Yosef said, it's not true. Because what would be if an Araman would knock on your door while you're taking care of the Aveda? You'd be an Oisik for Mitzvah, Patam, and a Mitzvah. So you're saving the Pruta that you don't have to give the Araman. It's what's known as Pruta the Rabbi Yosef. And because of Oisik, Mitzvah, Patam, and a Mitzvah, you consider it to have benefit. Why did Rabbi Yosef have to come on to the Pruta the Rabbi Yosef to establish that he has a dinner of Hashem Nesachar? that he did a mitzvah by watching the Aveda, by returning the Aveda, he got a Zuhuvim. So he's getting paid. And this is, you're telling me, it's a momentistic Ashavius. You're telling me it impacts Chosh and Mishpat, it impacts all these Allahs and Kufay and Shinvah. These are real Allahs. So L'Chaira, why'd I have to come on to the Pruta the Rav Yosef? Tepeglay, the mitzvah is worth a Zuhuvim. Zachtik Tzoy is Elamai. It's Muchach. Mitzvah Slav Lohanis Nitnu. And included in Mitzvah Slav Lohanis Nitnu is that the Asar Zuhuvim is also not money. Why not? It's a good horror. It's a, it tack is a good horror. A Bezokhtik Tzoy, it's Poshit that you see from the Machloikis Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef, that at the end of the day, you can't tell me that we look at the mitzvah as if it's worth ten zohuvim, and as a result, it's going to start impacting Chaysh Mishpat. But either way, that's the Kharifas of Rabbi Leiden, like we said, we're just warming up. But Ezra Hashem, tomorrow, there's a festa, festa, festa part two.